Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi everyone, this is Amy Sikarski and welcome to this special episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I'm so happy to share a conversation today with Lauren and to tune in with her and see what she's been up to since our healing session. So welcome to the podcast, Lauren. Thank you so much for coming back on. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for having me again. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about like our first session together, our healing session together. And, you know, it's funny to me how like something kind of just washed over me. I know that I said that I did yoga, but I just felt very Zen that day, just very relaxed. I was in a really serene place. Um, and then when we, when we ended the session, you know, it was like, <laughs> that all went away and just like the last few weeks have been pretty kooky but in like an amazing transformative way so um I might my energy might be a little bit different than that first session because I feel like I'm more myself now but it's funny how I, I don't know it was almost like the calm before the storm like something was preparing me for like to do a deep dive I guess mm. I don't know it's very bizarre but so my my personality might be a little bit different today than it was in the first session. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so much to like say, even just as we get started. Um, yeah, well, that's what it's about. It's about life and we have different, you know, moments of life and frequencies of life and aspects of our personality that come out for the experience that we're in that day. And um, yeah, I was so zen on that session too, like right when we hit record and started, I could feel all that healing energy come in and watching back, yeah. I was thinking, wow, you know, I was channeling from the get go, relay streaming, just letting it flow through. And I felt all of that also. So what I, what I enjoy and I love about sharing these behind the scenes or personable moments in a healing session is how we can see you know, that the energy can come in and it kind of takes us where we need to go for whatever we're experiencing in life at that time frame and also preparation. So it feels like <laughs> you were saying like the calm before the storm. So yeah. I'm really curious how have things been and how were you able to, I guess, like energetically hold your space through everything? Did it, did the session help you? Oh my gosh, the session was absolutely amazing. I don't know. I feel like a weight has been lifted. I don't feel that heaviness, but, um, you know, the session was amazing. I was so relaxed, but then again, like I did kind of a deep, do a deep dive into maybe like some shadow work I ended up like falling into. Um, but I definitely feel better now. So I'm so glad I did it. It's been so amazing. So transformative. Um, lots of stuff, <laughs> lots of stuff that I want to bounce off you. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So whatever's coming to mind first, let's just go for it. Okay. So dreaming. <laughs> um, this has been um, kind of, you know, just a, a crazy time for me in my dream state. Um, I know that we talked initially about, you know, I'm a teacher and, um, you know, we talked a little bit about that and children. Uh, I definitely had a few dreams um, that I wasn't sure I wanted to bounce off you. I wasn't sure. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, was that prophetic? Was that past life? Was what, what was it just a dream? You know, you have these moments when you wake up, right? When you're not sure what to do with that. Was it a message? Was it, you know, so I wanted to bounce this off you. So I had one dream of a little girl that went to the elementary school I teach in, but now she's in middle school. I didn't have her as a child. I didn't know her parents. Like I haven't thought about her. I didn't run into her, nothing. So I had this dream that she was telling me she needed help because her, she was using her phone late at night, summertime, middle schooler. Dad wasn't having it. So dad was giving her some sort of like over the counter, like adult cough syrup or something was kind of like over medicating her. And this was very strange because I, I almost felt like I was in a state of confusion about it. Like I wasn't able to see anything. It was just her voice and just like a download of this information. And, you know, I woke up and I was like, what am I, what am I supposed to do with information like that? So I do have a few friends at work that I'll walk into their room and I'll be like, I had a dream, you know, (laughs) (laughs) my husband, my husband's been calling me Martin because I'm like, I had a dream. Um, who, so I bounced it off like a couple of people that knew the family a little bit better. And it was like, oh, that's crazy. That's weird. You know, I, I didn't know that information. I'm like, maybe it's just a dream. Maybe it's not. But I wasn't sure. Like when you have a dream like that, how, how far do you go to see if the child's okay? I'm like, do I ring her doorbell? Do I, you know, so I haven't, um, I've just kind of let it go because I don't know what that was, but, um, so I had that, uh, so the furthest I took, it was just saying to a friend, I had this dream who I work with. And she was like, that's weird. That's crazy. And then I just left it as that because, you know, when you say you have a dream, not everybody is going, you know, most people that I'm surrounded by think it's just a dream. Um, but it just felt like information was being given to me. I don't know. And then I had another one of a little girl and I went down this rabbit hole a few years ago with like, um, grooming and trafficking and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did have a dream of a little girl in her bedroom. And when I got there, I was like, oops, sorry. And she was like, no, stay with me. My, and then she went into my mom and dad's friend is coming in to talk to me about the moon. I have a telescope, but really he's making me feel uncomfortable. It was like a very strange dream. I don't know who the child was. Um, but, but then this man came into the room and I was like, stop, leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very strange stuff. Um, and again, it's like, I woke up and I was like, what is this? Because, you know, I, I try to go through the day prior. Like, did I run into somebody? Did I hear something? Was something on the news? But some of it is so, I don't know where it's coming from that I can't help but think it's not coming from me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of crazy dreams. I don't know. I don't know 
if there's that, if you've ever had that kind of experience with dreams where you're like, do I need to do something about this? Um, or if it, I wasn't sure what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, sometimes I have. Um, and it's so interesting because my dream state the past week was really different than it typically is with a lot of like life's playing out different people, but I felt like I was the same body, the person that I am now. I still have people in my life, but it was like a whole different setting. So it was mm -hmm. very interesting. And I think sometimes um, it might be our subconscious, or I feel like sometimes my guides tell me stories through dream state. And sometimes it's very accurate and you're connecting in with the spirit, the soul of another person. So first of all, you know, what I'm getting is we can only do what we can do that's legal and safe. And right. yeah, so you have a heads up and then that's like this awareness and knowing, okay, so when something, an interaction or an opportunity comes in the physical that you can act on it or just, you know, ask questions and be more curious. I feel like the dream comes to you sometimes in a way of like, hey, this might come about and it just mm. keeps our awareness and you have such a loving and compassionate heart with children. So doing what you can do, you know, um, I'm not sure how it would go down if you went and knocked on the door and all that. So, <laughs> I know. I know. There's, you know, there's that part of me that's like, I got to do something about this, but then I have to reel myself in you know, I mean, I have to stay grounded, you know, a lot of people depend on me to, to stay that way. So, um, yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, there is that part of me that's like, I have to help. Right. Absolutely. So what I was getting is I kept seeing that y'all might cross paths at a park or an event or the grocery store or something like this. And then it's a perfect opportunity to go talk to her. Right. Yeah. And really see how things are going. And, ch and then from there, you've established another connection in the physical and you can check in on her. Um, right. So that is an opportunity. And it kind of also this other aspect I want to talk about leads over to your second dream, but can also be applicable to your first. And that is that, you know, you have such an expansive heart. We have this body that we're a part of, you know, we're in this body, this little avatar throughout life. But we are so much bigger than that and we have our soul energy and we can leave the body and go into the astral realm and converse with others that are here in this existence with us. But if you look at it from the space of your soul frequency leading the way and being in charge and stronger and more consciously aware of different um, elements and information than we know as we're in the human body, you might understand that your soul is coming in and also doing work to our awareness would kind of like be behind the scenes, but you can bring your light into any situation and help shift it. So sometimes it might just need a witness. Mm. So if your higher self came into or witnessed an experience and the father's higher self saw that and you're like, Hey, that's not right. That's not cool. And then it gave the daughter a moment to recognize, yeah, I don't think I want to agree to this at a soul level that can help switch the path for them. You know, it can oh. be like a choice point. So sometimes we yes. observe things and our spirit will call it out to their soul and all involved. So leading that to the second dream and you're like, no, 
that energy that you brought can give her a voice and some support to speak up for herself and to feel strong in that safety with an adult you know like oh here's a woman maybe i can find a woman or i could go to my parents because an adult will listen to me and will protect me so there's that part and then also your energy saying to him no and when you tell me that story like i saw that you came in with all these angels so this is in the physical but everything is also taking part in the energy realms the spirit realms and so a whole frequency a whole band of angels coming in and what it will look like in the physical as he would think about you know doing what he's gonna do wanting to groom and coming into that room and then he'd get this funny feeling where he got really uncomfortable like Mm. god is watching or someone's watching his conscience comes in because potentially he could have been infiltrated or um you know a darker energy influencing him working through him and when that darker energy sees the light and protection they're going to get very uncomfortable so you being a witness and having that moment and saying no stop you know i feel that that really could have made an adjustment and a shift in the physical world and we think about that because the work that we do you know when i'm doing the energy work and the readings a lot of it is taking place in the energetic world and then we wait a few weeks and we see how it plays out and it's like whoa that absolutely in a physical grounded way made a difference yeah that makes perfect sense um i also had quite a few dreams (laughs) um where i am and i emailed you about this years ago um when I think I was taking one of you, all of your classes are amazing. It might've been the Reiki, one of the Reiki ones mm-hmm. um, with where things were being pulled out of my throat, vomiting, projectile vomiting. So this month, like the past few weeks, I've had quite a few dreams that I'm, that I have something in my mouth that I'm trying to spit out. It's, it's like a mm-hmm. gross, foamy, I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm dreaming. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, my mouth is filling up with some gnarly substance and I'm trying to spit it out. And I'm having, I'm struggling to spit this out, but I wanted to see what your take was on that. Um, I, yeah, I initially got that you were holding some energy, like a toxic frequency. We could mm -hmm. say information that isn't yours. Like you, it's like, okay, I saw something you know, like a child might be like, oh, I saw something really bad happen and I can't speak about it. Um, It's kind of like that in the sense that there's information and it might have been from your childhood or something subconscious or you know something, but you haven't felt safe to do anything with it and it just festers. But it's definitely a message that there's energy to be purged, cleared out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I think that's probably from my childhood. I used to love to sing. (laughs) I still do. But my dad, who, you know, I had a great relationship with, but he would always be like, stop singing. And, you know, so I, I found that I went, I don't know, I found that I, I find that I could have been like a more outgoing child, but I kind of suppressed a lot because I didn't want to, you know, make anybody like aggravate anybody in the house. So sometimes I think that's where it comes from, but that makes perfect sense. 
Um, and it's funny because I feel like I'm projecting my voice differently since we met last. Um, I don't know, like I went to the dentist and I was getting a cleaning and the hygienist was with me. And then the dentist came in. He's like, I could hear you from three rooms away. What is happening? Because usually, you know, again, like I could be introverted. I could be like kind of a hermit at times. Um, But, and I'm singing a lot. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm extra chatty lately. I wonder if that's like from clearing something. Um, mm-hmm. but I, that definitely makes perfect sense. Also, what, one more dream that I want to tell you about that you said something before and it reminded me of this. This is actually something fun. So a few days ago, I had a dream that I was getting a recipe <laughs> <laughs> and there was a woman in front of me and she was telling me the ingredients. She was like, okay, onions, beef, mm. adobe, she, she was going through and I was going, okay, okay. And then it's funny because the next day I took my son to a Mexican restaurant for lunch and we're ordering and he, the chef comes in with like a little sample of braised beef. Like I forget what the barbacoa, I think they call it in Mexico. Um, So we both had like a little, we both had a little bit and my son was like, mom, can you make this for me in the crock pot? And send it in with me for lunch it's cool in a thermos he's like I would eat this every day and I said to him like this is really good like if he wants to make it what do you put in it and the woman who was like ringing us up was like beef adobe peppers onion and she started going through like what I remember from the dream and I just thought that was so so funny that was actually a funny one that I really enjoyed but I figured I would share that Oh, I like we're that. Talking about dreams. Yeah, yeah. They can be so prophetic. Dreams can be very serious and also playful and fun. Yeah, yeah. And when I it think happens, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, and it's also. I think that's a very strong confirmation and message for you to trust your dreams and also fill into them because there are different kinds of dreams, but only right. we can really know like the temperature of the environment and it does this dream kind of feel like the other one I had that came true, you know, yeah. to see how much of it is tied into the physical, but I'm going to pull back again over to that aspect of sometimes it just needs a witness to call it out yeah, to stop it in the physical. So I think that some of that is what you were doing. And I did see a lot of light beings like strong force of energy with you so angels helping to shift that and energy and clear way that darker influence. And that's yeah. how then it, it would really, you know, happen in that's spirit. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also getting a lot of references, references to fire, but like in a healing way. And I don't know if it's like drag, like I went to an Imagine Dragons concert, but also like on TVs, like I signs, I'm getting all of these. And I don't know if they're connected, but I'm getting like a lot of references to like fire as like a source of like healing. Um, and I don't know. And then dra- like dragons everywhere, like in yeah. the physical, like signs and again, song lyrics. And I went to a concert where you turn on TV and there's a lot of stuff going on um, where I'm getting those references there too. But um, I just, oh, and really bad hot flashes at night like that are starting in my back, my lower back. And I'm like, oh my God, like burning, burning, Mm -hmm. burning. Now, 
um, I went to the gynecologist like uh, in the spring and he, he checked my levels and he's like, no, you're not there yet. Right. So, you know, of course I'm going to be like, okay, maybe I'm starting my changes. Maybe this is pre-menopausal, but my husband's getting them too. So I don't know, but it feels like it's coming from like my core and it's just more my back, the back side yeah. of my core. And it's just like, I'm like, am I on fire? Because <laughs> <laughs> most nights, even though like my dream state has been pretty crazy, like I've had quite a few sleepless nights where mm. I've woken up in these cold sweats, like what's happening? So I don't know, like, what's your take on that? Like, <laughs> Well, the dragon energy is very strong and it's more present on earth right now. You know, it greeted me back, you know, like 10 years ago, but it's starting to enhance and I'm seeing it more and more like I'm seeing. So in the book, Activating the Star Seeds, I share some photos of the different dragons that I saw through cloud formations. And um, I'm seeing more now, like the past year in different types of formations as well. And then I've come in contact and have some friends who work with dragon energy. And they're just, I mean, when you look at the outer world and you look in Hollywood and, you know, like there's movies and all kinds of stories and talking about dragons. So they've made their way back. And to me, I I have a special relationship with my spirit animal dragon family. There's more than one that I feel like we're protect, they're like protectors and we're also friends. So their magic is that their frequency is full of wisdom strong and protective but also playful and loving but that fire frequency that they hold and when you combine it with the element of fire and earth's energy like the elemental realm it's really beautiful it's warm and it's transformational so it transmutes energy it just burns it up it just clears it and then it you know like the ash and then you can rise from the ash like the phoenix so it's an opportunity for a reset it's an opportunity to just like directly target things that are not serving us programs and frequencies and clear it out and um the part about you feeling it in your body that reminds me of kundalini energy starting at the base and working its way up so it could be that you are transmuting frequencies from the physical cells and re um setting your dna so i mean i remember like a few times when i went through upgrades and i would feel in my body either a very cold vibration so i would like shake because i was freezing and that is one experience when you're at a deep level releasing frequencies out of your body like out of your tissue out of your cells um when the fire energy comes in it can also transmute and clear it out but then it also brings in a healing vibration so um that warmth and that re-energizing so i would say definitely that the dragon energy is working with you it would be very interesting to see like a meditation or dream state if you start to feel a particular dragon guide or animal friend come through i mean i always like when i work with them they have such a high level of consciousness and wisdom to me we're at like the same level of awareness you know i don't think of like oh they're an animal and they don't have a high level of intellect not at all it's quite the opposite right so i look at them as a friend and a guardian um, and I've had past lives where I've worked with dragons and that was my first 
like awareness of dragons, if anybody's interested in my book, I share it, that I remember seeing all of these dragons and I'm like, whoa, I, when I was a child, never really like was intrigued with dragons. I wasn't right. a child. Yeah. And so as an adult for it to come in, I'm like, okay, there's something here. Um, so I feel like there's all of these little signs and synchronicities and frequency and vibration. So definitely I feel the dragons are here working with you specifically, like making a greeting for you to be more aware. But I also know that in the collective, I've seen them more and more and more their energy come in. That's so cool. And same here, like growing up, I never had, sorry, there's motorcycles. Um, I've never really had an interest in dragons, but I don't know, just recently I'm like, what, what's going on? Um, so that makes perfect sense. Um, so he's been having hot flashes with me. I'm like, maybe you're going through menopause. And he, um, he, he, he actually went into AFib. So he developed an arrhythmia with his heart, which he's going to, you know, mm. we're, you know, covering everything. We went to the cardiologist last week. He's going to have a procedure in October. Um, I just, and also something else weird. I walked into the health food store um, on our main road, like a couple weeks ago. And there was a young girl in front of me who, when I walked in, she had a seizure. <laughs> I know that sounds and of course, you know, again, I'm like, Lauren, reel it in. Like, it's just something that just so happened to happen when you walked in or went to the people that are around you. But I was just curious if this type of energy, like as it emits or as it disperses into my environment, like, can it affect the people around me physically? Again, like we're, mm -hmm. you know, I'm mm -hmm. not going against medicine at all. Like, we're doing what we need to do for my husband in order for it to go back into rhythm. But there's this part of me that's like wondering if the energy has something to do with it. Um, the energy that we emit can affect others, but I don't feel what I'm, I don't feel that it would have caused that seizure. Um, what your husband's experiencing is something within his own body. So you could have like, um, I don't even, I don't even feel that you activated it. No, I think that it's his own thing going on and you do have some similarities and he's experiencing, um, some new energy coming in as well. And it's how his body's responding, but it's not like it's the energy that belongs to you or that's coming okay. through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figured that, but I was like, Oh, maybe I should double check. But, um, yeah, it's funny because the past few weeks, um, you know, he got scared. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a wake up call, like with the caffeine and he was drinking like those high energy drinks oh, and yeah. not really exercising. And all of a sudden he's like a different person and, you know, he's eating really clean and he lost a ton of weight and he feels really good. So, um, I was just curious about that, mm -hmm. um, how it affects others, but it just seems like a time where people are being activated around you too. And you're like, yeah. Is this that person's or is it something that is being triggered from being around me? Because I do feel like energy affects everybody in the room kind of, right? Everybody's energy affects each other. So I'm like, I don't know. But that makes perfect sense. Yeah, there's there's something that I'm receiving around that for all of us 
is that we make contracts and agreements. We have, you know, at the soul level, these moments and opportunities in life. And um, so while you're holding a, an energy, like you've made a decision, you're upgrading, you're holding a frequency, but they have too. And they've made a decision at a soul level to be in that relationship and to be with you and you can support each other and be partners through the experience. Now, if some people feel like, oh, I'm not ready, I bit off more than I can chew, um, it scares me. You know, that's when relationships, whatever level of a relationship it is, where there can be some discomfort and they might separate for a little bit. But particularly when I see couples like that have been together for a long time and they're both on the path, they both take this responsibility within themselves like, okay, you know, and it's support and it's like, you might have stuff you're working through and he has stuff he's working through and it looks completely different, but you both know that you're transitioning and you're going through this upgrade, this level up. Um, so that's kind of what it is. And so just knowing that the compassionate way of being there for him in any way that, you know, he wants to talk about it or you, you're supporting him. Absolutely. But the ultimate decision to have that experience from a soul level is his. So, and, and he would voice if he's like, whoa, we're going too fast with these upgrades. Right. Let's slow down. Well, all yeah. you have to do is vocalize that. You know, we have a lot of say in regulating our experience and our energy. So if it felt that way, but to me, from what you've shared, I think that wake up call really has catapulted him like now to you know, he's taking better care of his health and that's yeah. what he needed. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, 100%. He, he just seems like a completely per different person in even the past few weeks. But, um, I think that like the, the weeks leading up to our session, our initial session, um, I was reading a lot about like, you know, twin flames and all of that, like masculine, feminine, feminine. I, you know, the first so long I was having these experiences and sharing and he was like, that's not good. That's psychosis. You need to go to a doctor. I'm worried about you. Um, we had that mm. span of time where it was like, he thinks I'm, <laughs> he thinks I'm going <laughs> crazy. Um, but it's weird how like just we've, we're more of like a unit right now. Um, and I don't know, it's just, you know, you really like, and this, experience has also taught me to like trust in like the divine timing of things because yeah. it like all makes sense like oh like this had to happen for this now you start to see the the timeline line of it all um but yeah and he also my husband is actually telling me he's like you know behind his eyelids I get I guess I don't know his in his mind's eye he's like I'm seeing faces I'm like <laughs> when I told you I started seeing faces you told me I need to be on medication now you know what like it's funny how it's like yeah it's happening for him around the same time as it's happening for me so it's that's been very interesting Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it has. When you were sharing that, I just kept hearing the life of a mystic, you know, you're tuning into the other realms and now he's starting to get messages and connecting in yeah. with unseen energies. And I mean, well, now he's seeing it. So <laughs> and it's just about figuring out how to hold your frequency, manage your yeah. vibration. And if you're uncomfortable with something, just how to set a boundary with it. But yeah, you know, 
Wow. I feel like I opened up my third eye before my heart, but mm. while my heart was still closed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, when I first started seeing faces, I was fearful, I guess, like, what is this? And I found that the faces kind of like, as creeped out, like the more creeped out I got, the more the faces got like a distorted, almost kind of look. Uh And now I feel like I know that when I'm seeing faces, like I'm, I'm dropping up and down where like, I'm, I'm seeing the faces in like, like, in a fearful, like I'm fearful, but then I'm going up to like a different frequency where I'm like, oh, that needs a hug. And then the whole face, the whole image changes into like, like it transforms into like, you know, a happy, joyful face. So it's, I don't know if, if I'm being trained for, for this in some way, or they're trying to get me to understand, like your heart has to be open and clean for you to get like the, the best guidance to like be aligned with, you know, higher frequencies because it's weird how like I go from scared and I'm like, Ooh, that's not a a good look for that, (laughs) whatever that is. And then as I open up my heart, like it just, whatever it is transforms. And I just always thought that was interesting, but I feel like now more than ever, I'm like seeing that like, Oh, like, I don't know. Do do you ever have that where you you're fearful of something, but then it, as you change your frequency, that thing changes its frequency too? Oh, absolutely. I've seen this happen. I can't really, I I can't really say that I've had that. I feel very fortunate, but I've, as I worked with spirit, I feel that all of my experiences, I felt my guides were close and I had this understanding that I was safe. I guess I would just say I was never programmed with that fear, but Mm. um, some of my friends in my classes and whatnot were and so it's a very important aspect and as you know i opened up and my mentors in that were talking about this those who resonated with it found that that was something for them to work through and to master you know honoring their own light and not succumbing to the fears but fears you know i i think there's a difference between fear and awareness because obviously i've been around darkness but I know how to work with that. And so, and having a team of guides and all of this, but what I think the really important aspect of what you're sharing and the takeaway is that when we drop our frequency, we go into a realm or a frequency where anything in that vibration is very similar. So if you're in fear or if they're in fear, you're seeing that, or if it's a heavier, um, part of the astral realm, that might be what you're seeing as you lift your vibration and you go into a space of love, which love alchemizes, love heals, love, you know, can change the whole frequency. And as you're doing that, you can remind that being of their light and who they are, and you can help hold them back up to that space of their soul light. So I feel by what you were sharing that, you know, you see the image of a spirit that is in fear or in agony and pain and lost. And then as you lift your frequency, you're like, come on, let's go, let's go up here. And like you show them the way and you're bringing them. And then you see the light of who they are in all of their health and fully, you know, not distorted, put back together. 
So it's a way of inspiring others. And we have had that experience. I know I have as a human in the body where, wow, I feel like something happened and I wasn't expecting it or it just knocked me you know, out of my frequency and you go to this like pretty dark place and that's why I'm like, whoa, this isn't me. How do I get back <laughs> to who I know I am? But sometimes yeah. it can be very hard to do and you don't know how long that person was in that frequency and if they're still in a body or not. So I think you're being um, shown a very insightful part of the astral realm and how we can feel and what can happen when we're in different frequencies and then how to master that and how to regulate it and remember the light and lift back up out of it. Right. So, yeah, that's really interesting that you share that with it us. It is, right? It actually reminds me of a dream my son had. <laughs> One more dream. So my son is 12 and um, he's very sensitive. You know, I think that, um, he, you know, he also has like crazy dreams. But um, a few weeks, couple weeks ago after our session, he woke up in the night crying and mm. he said that, he wanted to go back into his dream. So what happened was he had a, he was in a dream and an alien, he said an alien jumped out at me and he meant to surprise me like in a state of like, hi, and I got scared and I punched him and I punched him. <laughs> and then I felt bad because he was a good alien. And now I have to go back and he was crying. I have to go back into my dream because he was a good alien. And I have to say, I'm sorry, but it was very interesting. I'm like, Christian, you can't be scared in your dreams. Like you can. So it's funny how <laughs> I'm going through the same things as my 12 year old a little bit, but mm -hmm. that kind of pertains to what we were just talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's well, that startle where um, I feel like this might have been a guide or a part of a family, the soul realm, just wanted to play a trick on him. You know, just like I do that all the time to my family, like, Poof, yeah. you know, like pop out from behind the corner <laughs> just for fun. Um, but I think that it startled him more than anything. And, and <laughs> yeah, sure he used the phrase jump scare. That must be uh, like a middle school phrase. He's like, he jump scared me. And you know, I shouldn't have, but I punched him in the stomach because I was scared at first. But then I realized he wasn't trying to be scary. Um, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, also, I just wrote down some stuff because I was like, oh, gosh, I have so much going on. Um, feelings of in the night specifically, but also it's kind of trickled into my days as well. The feelings of like claustrophobia, like in my own skin, where like a, the week after our healing session um we had a wedding and I put on the nails and I put on the lashes and like two days later after the wedding I was like ah it has to come off like I can't like even my hair right now I just want to like let it all out like you know I want to sleep with no cloth like I don't like mm -hmm. there's something going on where I feel like very like like confined in my own body I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard that before where I'm just like, almost like want to tear it off like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so much where we can go with that and say, but yeah. um, the main message that I'm receiving is you're stepping more into your energetic self, like the light of the soul energy coming in mm -hmm. and 
your physical body, so first of all, your physical body is upgrading to hold more of that light. And you're also then becoming more sensitive to any external energies or physical things on you. And so you're kind of like, I need to expand. I need to breathe. I'm going through metamorphosis. Any of this extra stuff weighing me down is uncomfortable. It's a distraction. It's irritating. And so that would be like the nails and the, like having to (laughs) fit society's image of beauty, you know, nails and hair and all of this lashes. So just going back to pure, oh my gosh, they're saying pure consciousness, which is so beautiful. And then I feel the, or the vision that I'm seeing is natural beauty, you know, just like out in the elements, maybe with no clothes on, you know, how were you born into the world naked? (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I even said to my husband, I'm like, I need to go skinny dipping. Like, I don't know. I never wanted to, like my mother always did it and always embarrass me but I'm like why do I feel this need to go yeah but I do live like I live 15 minutes from this New York City so I'm in Jersey suburbia (laughs) like the next house is right there like right um don't let the background fool you we're very dense here so um yeah I won't be doing that anytime soon here but um yeah so that that definitely I've been experiencing and that makes perfect sense. Um, I've had days where I just felt like I couldn't get out of bed, like depression where like darkness came over me almost where I'm like, what is this? Um, you know, and I know like my husband has some stuff going on. My puppy, um, has had some stuff going on, but like a very heavy feeling where thank, thank goodness that in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I had the session. Amy told me it was going to be quite a you know, few weeks after where I'm going to be feeling it. It's just temporary. I'm just getting something out, like just hold on. Um, and, and then it happened. Then I started like waking up like, Ooh, wait, I feel good. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I'm coming out of this. And I just think it's interesting how some of us like choose, like, I feel like subconsciously I'm choosing to like, both like want I want to heal mm-hmm. and you you know that it's going to be hard like it's not like an easy like oh so nice you know there are moments where you know you do feel those feelings of despair and depression and it's like why don't I want to get up and cook for my kids you know mm-hmm. um but then when you come out of it I don't know I just feel so much lighter and so I feel like you have like that contract going on where you're like okay I know this is going to be really hard and really painful but I gotta do this to come out like lighter and I keep having this vision of like humans like floating like at the top of the ocean um but the beauty is really like underneath the ocean you have like deep down and you have people who are just like nope I'm floating up here I am not going down there (laughs) right and they're just floating along the surface just hanging out but I feel like I'm choosing to go all the way down deep into the ocean where like I don't know what's happening um where it's kind of scary but then when I come up I'm better off than those people that never went down does that make sense oh yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so I know when I emailed you I'm like this experience has been terrible but the most amazing thing (laughs) that I could have done this summer because you know you have those feelings of like you have those hard feelings right and it's like what is this but then when you overcome it or you realize what's happening and then you come out of it I feel just like I'm on top of the world right now and it's funny how 
you know, it, it the divine timing of things again, because for quite a few days, I was like, how I can't go back to work like this. I yeah. can't, how am I going to be strong for, you know, my, my kids are starting school. They are depending on me. Well, besides school, you know, they need me. I have to go back to work soon. Like, how am I going to come out of this in time? And it's funny how like, it just happens like all in the right timing where I'm like, oh, just in time to go back to work. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I had quite a few sleepless nights, um, but I feel so good now. And like, I've been trying to eat better. I did. I know we talked a little bit about me, like not really eating a lot of meat in that first session. I found that my body has needed the meat. So I went back to eating the meat. Um, but you know, in a smart way, um, I just feel so much better than I did prior to the session. I really do. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I was getting that, um, you, you were the first message a little bit ago. Um, you're accelerating it. It's happening so intensely because you want to accelerate it. And then I got the message that you're stronger for it. You had like condensed, you know, that could have taken you two or three years and, or what have you, and you did it in three weeks. Right. Yeah. So, um, so you're going to be really for strong, sure. really strong. Yeah. And then I saw you as a leader. They said, cause I was talking to them in my head as you're sharing this. And I'm like, you know, yeah, this summer's been something else. The past year's been something else. The past two years. Yeah. Ago. And they're yeah. like, well, those of you who step into this agreement that you want to live life to the fullest and go deep and not like, hmm. Well, I preface this with sometimes we do need to separate and give ourselves that mental, spiritual care to detach. But when the time is right, we jump into, you know, advanced healing within ourselves and we can see what's happening with the collective. And we just, it's kind of just like a level up. And I feel like they're, well, they are showing me putting on our, our battle outfit or like putting on our, our uniform. Oh my gosh, Amy, I can't believe you just said that. (laughs) it's so weird because I've been (laughs) picked that's what you said is so I feel like crying right now because like why am I picturing myself like in armor like (laughs) it's so I don't know like but that makes so much that resonates with me totally totally yeah Yeah. and then they said um that we're strengthening because there's going to be more to come and I'm like oh my gosh and they say (laughs) yeah but but it's going to be like in the collective and now yeah. that you've done a lot of that, of your own work, mm-hmm. you can help others. And so, yeah. yeah. And the timing, they're like, yep, you chose to accelerate it. Everything happened in divine timing. Um, you were going to have options and choices either way, like regardless of our initial session, you know, but that brought some clarity and preparation for it. And then this debrief is also like, you know, clarity and helping you for what's to come. Um, But I see you doing some more integrating and feeling confident and comfortable with the information and with what's happening because everything is resetting like in our personal lives and in the world. And so that will give you a space for psychological sanity. Like, okay, what is going on? But I feel like okay, my emotions are strong. My energy's clear and pure. I feel grounded and balanced, you know? So that's kind of what they're talking about. 
So, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> that You're makes serious. so much sense because I think um, I went through such like, again, like a hermit phase, like the past few years, like um, I just felt like I just wanted nothing to do with humans <laughs> besides <laughs> yeah. like my immediate, my family. Um, you know, I've just felt like I kind of stepped away from the world. And now I just feel like it's like, come on, Lauren, <laughs> it's, your time is over. Now they're like pushing me out the door. And I'm like, oh, gosh, but I have this I don't know, this knowing of that, like, it's like, all right, you had your hermit time. Like now you've got to go. Go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have time for me to bounce one more thing off you? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Cause this has been on my mind too. So before we got my puppy who I adore, in fact, sometimes I'm like, is he a dragon? Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> when I was talking to the breeder and when we were going back and forth, I felt like I had a knowing that he was going to have like physical issues with his legs and his hips. Like, but I still, in my head, I still said, you know what, this is something that I need to do, even though maybe he's not, maybe he's going to need assistance in some ways physically. Like I'd rather have him come into my life. Um, and maybe, eventually have my heart broken a little bit and then not have him come into my life at all. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like I, yeah. that, I feel like, so when he was, before we even had him, I kept asking the breeder, how are his hips, how are his legs, how are his hips, how are his legs? And she was like, perfect, perfect. She would send me videos. I'd be like, okay. So like a few months after we got him, he tore his ACLs and it, it was kind of like, how did that even happen where he just became lame and we couldn't explain, like there was no accident. Yeah. So I brought him for the x-ray. He has ruptured patellas. So the tech was like, this is congenital. Um, but I also brought him to the surgeon who was like, it looks like there's trauma there, but not sure if it was from the ACL damage, you know, still like not really sure what, um, how this is transpiring or why. But this is my big question because I'm looking for peace of mind about this and I don't know how to get it. So I'm, I'm wondering, if my worrying and fearing this so much like manifested this for my puppy or if I had a knowing this was going to happen and now like because I feel like this was always like a big fear of mine like oh gosh you know um I don't know if I'll be strong enough to do this uh but I I wasn't sure like if it was something I manifested because I feared it and I worried about it or if it's something that I kind of had a knowing was going to come Right, right. Um, I got you had a knowing. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like even in the past few days, like I went from how am I going to handle this? I can't stop crying for him. Um, and I just feel every day it, like I'm able to take it on a little bit more. So, okay. That makes me feel better. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, did I bring this on by worrying about him so much? No, no, there's an awareness and there's a compassionate aspect okay. and talking to him and holding him and loving him, you know, that's, mm. that's where he finds comfort. Um, and so he's in, you know, you'll be able to help meet the physical needs. And if not, you know, then you'll take that next step. But yeah, the important part is he wanted to be with you in this life. And you're like, yes, let's do whatever we can do to spend that time together. 
and the love is never ending. So that's, that's very oh. important to remember. Yeah. <sighs> that's awesome. Thank you, Amy. I needed to hear that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. So it's been amazing. It has been amazing. Like again, hard at times, but I feel so light and bright. Like I feel like filled with joy. Um, you know, I could still drop cry at the drop of a hat, but like good tears, you know, like tears of joy almost. Um, but I definitely feel so much better. I'm so glad I did this. Like, oh, thank good. you so much. I'm so grateful that like, you were able to do this for me because it has been so transformative. And I feel like now that I'm about to like go back to my life of work and everything, family sports, all that stuff. I just feel like so much bouncier and lighter, you know, <laughs> whereas like yeah. three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I might've been like, Oh gosh, I don't want to see anyone. Like this is bad. Why am I like this? You know, now I just feel so much better. So there's, there's definitely like something to be said for, feeling that pain of, of going through that healing process, but it's just so worth it, Yeah, you know, and it, mm -hmm. because sometimes it does get dark, Yeah, but, um, you know, but when you come out of it, it's just so worth it. Like I'm looking back and I'm like, this was an amazing experience. I'm so glad I did it. I would do it again. Um, so yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm rambling. <laughs> no, I love I love that you're sharing this because I feel like it can be inspiration. Many of us go through cycles and we have yeah. those low times and it's like, well, I've done this before and it, it was better at the end of it. Like I'd reset and advanced, you know, like really healed and made an improvement on my, you know, reality and my health. So we can do that again, you know, and, and it is yeah. hard. And I would just say that if somebody is having a hard time, reach out, you know, don't suffer in silence, like reach out right. to somebody, reach out to a friend and look for resources to give you awareness, education tools and exercises to get through it or whatever, yeah. um, mental or physical health care, you know, to get through it and right. energetic health care. Um, but yeah, then that's why the thing is, you know, they did say you had accelerated it, really condensed it and really dug in deep and, and then here you are, all reset, shiny, feeling light and strong, ready to start the new yeah. school year. Yeah. <laughs> Be there for I others. Yeah. yeah, and the experience you had in your own, you know, your own experience, you can draw upon when you see other people and you're like, oh, I've been there. I really could have used this, this, and this, you know, even a hug, even yeah. a smile just a, how are you today? You know, anything. Um, yeah. and so you're going to be more aware of that for yeah. you. Know. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm finding myself like actually to, like talking about energy more because I think if, if you're like, if you, if you're aware that you have an energy body and you're educated on like what's happening to you and you know, you could go through the process of that conversation in your head of, okay, it's not going to last that long. Like just push through it, eat right, exercise, do what you need to do. You know, your body. I feel like when, you know, it's just maybe you're releasing something or healing something, then it's so much easier to just push through it than it is yeah. to not be aware. And, you know, cause I, I have one sister who's very sensitive and I could see what's happening to her. And when she goes down into these low places, when I try to explain to her what's happening, like she almost doesn't want to hear that. Like it's, not what she wants to hear, like about 
know that she's healing or her energy or any of that. And it, I just wish everybody was more educated. I wish I could teach this to first graders. (laughs) (laughs) So they're, so you're aware when you face these things or when you experience these emotions, like, okay, what's really happening here? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? The, my first graders probably know better than any of us, actually. You know, the little kids kind of have a knowing yeah. of it, but we already yeah. talked about that. Um, Amy, thank you so much. Like, I could cry right now because, and I've been doing a lot of crying actually, too, <laughs> like in the shower and stuff, but um, it's just been amazing. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you for being here with us and inspiring everybody. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Amy. And thank you everyone for joining us today on the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I look forward to seeing you again on the next one. Thank you so much for joining the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is Amy Sikarski, and I really hope that you've enjoyed the content shared. If you have any suggestions for episodes or guests to have on, please contact me at the email spiritandsoulhealingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll leave the link below in show notes. And also, I want to share that if you leave a review, I would highly appreciate it as this podcast is just getting flowing and it will help others like yourself to find the podcast so that they can also receive the information and inspiration shared. When you leave a review, you'll automatically be entered to receive a free 30-minute energy therapy session or angels and aura reading. To be sure that I have your contact info and that I can contact you please send me an email at spiritandsoulhealingpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, visit the podcast section at amysikarski.com.